if you were stuck on a mm-hmm. like deserted mm-hmm. island mm-hmm. and you had to be stuck there with a character from King of the Hill, who would it who would you choose and why oh. so far? So far, I think I'm gonna take Peggy. To be honest, because I think I think she's got the brains to like to to fight her way out of there. I think I think she has enough like outside of the box thinking. I think she's a problem solver. I guess is what I'm getting at. I think she knows how to how to solve a problem really well. And so I think Peggy would be my choice. Yeah, I was also gonna say Peggy. Yeah. I I think a wild card answer could also be Dale because he's Dale would be great. He's an info warrior. He's a <laughs> prepper. Like he's ready to yeah, go. Yeah, that's the thing. He's a, he strikes me as like the Gilligan's Island type of guy who's like able to build like a radio out of coconuts mm-hmm. and shit. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, oh god, those would both be good. But I think. he he would also like he might also turn you into a volleyball named Wilson. Like Fully. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's he could a, kill you. There's a. That's another thing of like uh, with the Wilson volleyball, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go on. What's the thing about it? I mean, like, uh, folks, don't even get me started on <laughs> on this. Uh, Tom Hanks uh, on an island mm-hmm. with a volleyball. You're telling me that he didn't, he didn't, you know, have a little, have a little bit of. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank good you. One. That's a good one. <laughs> no, I don't, that's not the reaction that I heard. That's, that's more right that's very fair that's very fair well anyway welcome back welcome to kings of the king of the hill back. hill hello i'm justin i'm jake and this week we're gonna talk about episode eight of season one called shins, shins of, of the, the father, father. Justin. Yes, Jake. What do you think this episode is going to be about? This episode is absolutely 100% the origin story of his dad. Yeah. Because we've we've had little nuggets, you know, sprinkled throughout the the these earlier episodes that his father fought in I believe World War II or the Korean I thought War. Thought it was the Korean War. The Korean War and lost his shins? No, it was World War II because he like had like a whole moment of like talking about like Japan in like a really (laughs) really not cool way okay all right so yeah uh well i think that's gotta be that's gotta be the answer it's gotta be that yeah i think this episode (laughs) is gonna be like hank's dad comes to stay with them for a weekend or something or like they go to visit him and it's like uh yeah i like the idea of them going to visit him because that's like bobby and luann like exploring this like old person's house and like hank and peggy like hanging out with hank's dad who's just like mm-hmm. you know different world different time type stuff right i i can't wait to see the amount of sexism that his dad brings into oh the show. yeah it's i feel like amazing every identifiable ism will probably <laughs> ism or phobia will probably be present in this mm-hmm. episode yeah but hey who knows maybe this is going to be a thing of like maybe hank has socialism? to stand up I highly, I highly doubt that socialism is going to be in this episode. Unfortunately, yeah, that's You're what right. I thought. So why don't you go back, amend your statement, and uh, we'll get back to you after he's done that and has it ready for you. I okay. So here's the thing with no that. one can plan your downfall if you're, you're always, always looking, looking down. down you got to be nice to your employees, nice to the people below Hell you, yes, dude. dude. Did you see that thing of like fucking? And this doesn't have to be in the podcast. It's just me talking. But uh, who's the fu- Ezra uh, Ezra Miller, um, who plays the Flash, the Flash. in like, the Justice League and mm-hmm. shit, and was in Perks of Being a Wallflower. <laughs> this is old news now. But did you ever see that mm-hmm. video of him like choking a fan? 
what <laughs> yeah there was he uh, what that's not just like a yeah, quick thing yeah that's no like, there's a there's a video online of uh fucking a girl coming up to ezra miller being like doing a playful little thing of like oh i'm gonna fight God. you like with her hands up and he's like oh you want to go and like does a playful little lead in and then grabs her neck and brings her to the ground like fully like uh, like chokes this Bro, woman that's awful i know apparently Dude. it doesn't I like it seemed like it was a bit but it's like even if you're doing that as a bit that's a weird that's bit. A weird bit, my guy. To maybe, uh, maybe isn't it, just. Isn't it funny how I how I was threatening you? Yeah, <laughs> isn't, that great? isn't it funny how I uh, grabbed a person I do not know by the throat and brought them to the concrete? Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, oh, it's dude. like I curb stomped someone, but it was for the bit, dude. It was just a li- it was a joke. Look out, Lauren Michaels. There's a new king. <laughs> new king of comedy in town. It's me and I'm... I'm out of the way, Judd Apatow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how Judd Apatow got famous too, right? Isn't that he like met Seth Rogen on the set of Freaks and Geeks and mm-hmm. just beat the shit out of him? Absolutely. Yeah. That was, that was the way to do it back then, though. Let's get into this episode and watch how, how uh, Hank's dad... Sounds like a plan. ...made the country stronger. Sounds like a plan. Let's watch this episode. I expect a little bit more realism in my King of the Hill. She's Peggy Hill. Propane and propane accessories. Get out, son! Catch the bull! Well, that seems really boring. It was the 90s. Oh I what else was on TV? You, me, and... Propane. I'm gonna kick your ass. All right, Justin, we are back in the studio after watching season back one. In chairs. Back in the chairs. Oh we're back in the chairs, folks. We were away for a little bit. Now we're back in the chairs, cracking a woo. What an cracking episode. a bear. Back in the chair. Woo! What an episode. Tequila is a stimulant. Yeah, what an episode. No, don't, don't fucking bring that back. Don't <laughs> What an episode. Yeah, Justin earlier was like, oh, I was like, I'm a little tired. I don't know if I want to podcast. Because as I mentioned before, we're banking the no, podcast we're not today. Doing that. You're not talking. You're not. Don't talk about this. I made a goof, okay? I gaffed. So, Justin. I a, I, it's like I farted in class, okay? Yeah, and I'm telling the teacher that you have a crush on so that she's not going to. She's not going to say yes when you ask her to prom don't do that i called her mom yesterday she's still <laughs> she's still weirded Kinda, out bro she's not gonna take it well i think that's understandable that she's weirded out man if you called her mom and everybody knows you have a crush on her what does that say about you it was subconscious bro i'm not bro i'm not saying anything come on I mean, you're saying mom you're to kinda, a woman that you want to... put me into the hot seat, I feel like. You you put yourself in the hot seat when you farted in class, dude. Why don't you tell us about the episode we just watched, Jake? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so the episode we just watched is season one, episode eight, Shins of the Father. Uh, in this, the uh, description for the episode is, Hank must confront his visiting war veteran father when Bobby <laughs> begins imitating grandpa's char- chauvinistic behavior. Is that what you describe that as would you describe him as a chauvinist is absolutely that the, but is that the first word you'd use well no i th- I think like bastard is a little bit more because <laughs> that's that's the thing is that like the episode description is pretty light on it this man's like awful like he's, he's straight prick. up a bad man like he's an evil person yes and i like they 
they really played with the the domestic violence jokes in there. A they bit. yeah. Well, it wasn't. I, I don't even know if it was like a joke necessarily. It was just like there were moments in the episode where it's like, like they built up to be like, oh, is he about to like hit mm. his wife? Like, and you don't know as an audience member. Right. Like, it's like I was like genuinely very like, like nervous. Oh and, man, like yeah. yeah. But where they were heading there. obviously, like uh, that goes with a uh, uh, content warning, right? Uh, uh, but we start off with Bobby's birthday, actually. Yes, so uh, yes. Bobby's so a year older. Bobby is a year old. Don't know which year. <laughs> a year. Well, I believe he is now canonically thirteen because I thought oh, they said twelve shit. in one of the other He's episodes. He's a teenager. And while Here we're we keeping go. track of numbers, Justin, guess how many propanes we had this episode? I'm gonna guess we're at twenty. Four. We are at 24, wow. folks. We did it. 24 propanes. We got four more propanes. That's insane. Are you sure there wasn't more? I felt like there was maybe more. No, there was uh, four spoken propanes and three written propanes, but ah. we decided a long time ago that written propanes do not count. Sorry, folks. Written yeah. propanes can get fucked. Written propane. Frankly. <laughs> At Bobby's birthday party, there is one line that Justin and I both laughed at pretty hard, uh, which is Boom Hauer saying something. Because oh Bobby wants to be a prop oh, comic. Dude, That's something yes. that, number one, I fucking hope we get to see Bobby dude, at yes. like an open mic or he's something gonna in a be, later episode. Yeah, he's going to be an improv guy one day. Oh, disgusting. So the jokes he was doing? Wow. Yeah. B- Boom Hauer, like Bobby comes up and says like a, a joke or something. And Bo- as he's walking away, Boom Hauer's like, <laughs> man, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Man? I tell you what, fat kid's always funny one, man. Is it dang old John Candy, John Belushi? Nah. Which, yeah, uh, it's so good. Got my go. Oh, dude, it really, I really fucked with that. As, as the chubby kid growing up mm-hmm. who had to compensate for it by being funny. Yeah. Really fucked with that. Bob Bing, Bob Boom. Fat kid's always funny, dude. Bada Same way. Bing, Bada Boom. All right. Um, Hank's dad, Cotton, is his first name, which mm-hmm. nothing individual, like nothing specifically wrong about that. But I, th- <laughs> I don't think I'm alone in saying, especially in the context of his character, it feels weird. <laughs> I don't yeah, love I that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so. Uh, Cotton Hill shows up at Bobby's birthday party and makes like a big show and like all the all the dudes at his birthday party are very excited about it because mm-hmm. he's like the showy dude um, shows up on a horse doing a cowboy thing and you know everybody's like oh shit no mm-hmm. way um, Peggy is miserable because he's super rude to her uh, Luann yeah. is also miserable because like I don't like for the first half of the episode he doesn't even like acknowledge her existence no not even a little bit um, and then uh, that all comes to a head when Cotton's car breaks down and yeah. he can't leave so he then has to spend the night which Luann Uh-oh. and Peggy are both against but Hank uh, overrules them and is like my dad has to stay here um, he overrules they make it a vote. They yes. and it's Bobby and Hank both want Cotton to stay. Luann and Peggy both want Cotton to go, and they and Hank breaks the tie with Jesus. He says, yeah, he says Jesus loves him. Yeah, so therefore he has to stay at the house. Yeah, which is like I know that like the whole like the Christian ideology is like that Jesus loves everybody. Well, mm-hmm. some Christian ideologies is that Jesus loves everybody, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, paint with a broad brush there. Paint with a pretty broad brush if they also <laughs> love this guy. Because it's like, 
goddamn. What a man. What, what a, a man. fucking what a man. What like a I, I think shitty man. Jesus can take the the day off when he like has to judge this guy. Just be like, oh no, he's bad. <laughs> I don't I don't have to love this guy. <laughs> That's an open and shut case. Yeah, uh, he's on the naughty list. So he fought in World War II when he was fourteen years yes. old. We learned a little bit of his backstory. Yeah, he uh, gives the story. Um, and he he says he lied about his age because he he knew Uncle Sam needed him. They had just defeated the Nazis in Italy, and they shipped him off to the Pacific Theater. I drive a Chevrolet Pacific Theater. Right, but he says they like so he was on a boat that got torpedoed. He saved three of his friends. One of them got eaten by a shark, and then he takes them to an island that is full of the enemy, where they are in a circle. Sp- Spitting on an American flag, which I find hilarious. Yeah, that and not only is they were that in, hilarious, in a circle doing really good performance art, right? Because apparently it was a trap. Because he went over there to stop it because he was so angry that people <laughs> yeah. were disrespecting the flag. How how could they? Um, that Big, really uh, watching making stakes energy there. Yeah, definitely. That really brought it out of him. His inner dad was just like, no, not not that way. That's not how you do it. <laughs> you know how dads are when you do anything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember learning- Ready, tidy, ready, tidy. <laughs> I remember learning to drive with my dad was the fucking worst because, like, I would stop, like, totally fine, and he'd be like, <sighs> and I'd be like, what? He'd be, <laughs> he'd be like, you're a little too close to that car in front of you. And I'd be like, well, why didn't you tell me, like, fucking, like, all the way back there? Like- Oh, he was always shouting at me. It was the worst, man. Yeah, if I know one thing about your dad, it's that he shouts. He's a shouter. He's a shouter. Not a uh, lover. Uh, speaking of... <laughs> no, he... But Jake, I'm going to cut you off here. My dad, yeah. I, he loves. I love him. He loves me. Yeah. Okay. Do not. Do to not. Get, no, I'm going to edit this together and make it seem like you hate I, your dad. You're, be, you're all good. No, I need to be off. I need this to be off the record. Yeah. I'm going to edit it. No, it's going to be off the record. I'm going to edit it okay. together to make okay. it seem like you fucking just okay. hate your dad. Okay. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Related note on that. Speaking of hating dads, <laughs> I um, I got no more joy in this episode than I did watching Cotton Hill get shot. Uh, that was, <laughs> it was uh, after an episode where he had just been super oh, gross yeah. and fucking like uncomfortable to watch the whole time. It was really nice right. to see him just get fucking bodied. Right, dude. He lost those shins real hard. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. It was real. It was karma. Speaking know? of him getting bodied, uh, <laughs> Hank and Peggy, like, fucking annihilate him at the end of the episode. Yes. Um, retribution. Yeah. So, basically, Bobby has been picking up all of this, like, sexist behavior from from uh, his grandpa visiting, right? He spanks his mom's ass at one yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, after ordering her to bring him dinner in the living room, he, like, Banks her ass, which is yeah. something he learned from Cotton, and I'm like, like, like blow, like, holy shit! Yeah, it's like he's it's, really learning. He we, he like picked that up quick, man. We mentioned earlier that like every type of ism, almost every type of ism, would be present in this episode, right. and it's like not only is almost every type of ism present, but it's like the old school overt isms too. It's, right? It's, yeah, it's like. But he knew that Khan was uh, Laotian or Laotian, but yeah, he, he could, yeah he, he picked, knew that he picked that out. Yeah, true. Uh, because that was like a weird little moment in the beginning of the episode is that like Bill and Hank mm-hmm. were both like saying that Khan was from Japan, uh, which is not true. And then uh, 
like kind of building it up to be like, oh, you better be worried because like, you know, Hank's dad uh, doesn't like Japanese people right. because of the war. And then Hank's dad show up and shows up and he's like, he's not Japanese. He's from Laos. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. And then he tells him to go get him something yeah. because he thinks he's <laughs> Hank's servant. Immediately so. uh, immediately ruins any chance of being a good, right. good character there. Absolutely, absolutely fucking metal. Absolutely fucking Nothing mental. Nothing from him going on there. Uh, yeah, he takes Bobby to a hotel to hire a sex worker, oh but the only God. problem is is that this hotel no longer functions as a uh, place where you would hire sex workers. As it so. did in the past, because yes, there was a yeah. scene earlier where Hank is talking to his friends, uh, Dale, Boomhauer, and Bill, about how cool Hank's dad was growing up, um, and it showed this flashback where he took Hank and his friends to the same Arlen Hotel to buy them hookers after they had just won a big sex game workers. in football. Yes, sorry. Uh, sex workers. Um, and uh, it was apparently like Hank uh, went in there and he got like, he was so like taken aback and he just ran ran out of there. Like he couldn't do it. Uh, it was really uncomfortable. And Hank says... Uh, Not I, every dad would do something like that to his son. Uh, I mean, for his son. And I, I really like that line because yeah. it like really accents how fucked up that is. I would say that that's like if we were to do a line of the week, which we've never done before, uh, that might be it. Right. I, I like that a lot. Definitely. It's between that and Fat Kid Always Funny. Yes. <laughs> it, well, we can have a comedy line of the week and a character growth line oh, of the week. Oh, comedy line of the week, Fat Kid Always Funny. Yes. Character growth line of the week. It's really cool how father could do that to his, I mean, for his son. Hell yeah. But yeah, so basically Hank and Peggy go to this hotel where they know that Cotton and Bobby are. And uh, Hank basically, after this whole episode being unable to stand up to his dad and siding with the sexism by default Mm -hmm. and going against what what is best for his family and specifically what is best for Peggy, who feels like genuinely uncomfortable having this man in his house, in her Mm -hmm. house. Finally, Hank, like, grows a spine Mm -hmm. and like goes up to Mm -hmm. his dad and says some like. Some pretty, like, slam dunk lines. Like, he said, I think, along the lines of, like, Bobby is my boy, and I won't let him grow up to be a woman-hating old fool. No wonder Mom left you. She was a strong lady, classy and smart like Peg. Maybe you couldn't handle that, but I can. My marriage is a partnership of equals. Peggy might do all the housework, but there are a lot of other things that I'm supposed to do. But I'm not going to say what they are because I'm a gentleman. Um, he's also earning some husband points at the same time. Oh, true. Like, yeah, he absolutely. Was like, he, was like, he was like, she was a strong, classy woman just like Peggy. Yeah, but I really, I think that Hank still, in Peggy's eyes, like Hank still comes out neutral in this because he was so shitty for half the episode. Of course, of, like, of course. Kind of like, I close my eyes and pretend I do not see it when it comes right. to his dad's like right. shit. Um, but yeah, it was like super, and there's like a really sweet line at the end where like Hank is trying to like unteach Bobby some of the shit that Cotton mm-hmm. said, and, and like he has that line where he goes like, um, like you can't uh, trust like Dale and Bill or like to tell you anything, so don't trust my granddad. And Bobby's like, well, what? Why would they know better than mom? And it's like, I thought they were your best friends. And Hank is like, no, Peggy's my best friend, right? Which was so sweet. I was yes, like, that's really, that's I really, really nice. I and like that. I, that. I feel like that. That was a really important lesson to 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 bear onto Bobby as well, because yeah. I I think that's a very you know foundational thing for any relationship. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, like we talked about before, like if the core of this show is the relationship between Hank and Bobby, and like kind of that like generational mm-hmm. thing of like how like masculinity, you know, 
right. moves between generations. I think something like this is a really important episode. And for that right. reason, I'm interested to hear what you're thinking, Justin. Does right. this episode, uh, this is time for our favorite segment. Mm. Does, does this hold up? up? Justin, does this episode hold up? This episode absolutely holds up. I, When comparing it to the episode we did last week, it feels like it had the sort of ending that I was craving where that was, or that was absent in the last episode is how I should put it. Um, where there's some retribution at the end and Hank is standing up against the sexism in a very obvious way. Whereas he didn't stand up against his own racism in a very obvious way in the last episode. And I think the condemnation of that behavior in a very specific way is what makes this episode hold up. Cause it kind of puts that in a light like while like still being funny about it you know yeah i would absolutely agree i i think that we have really similar um opinions Mm -hmm. on on that very thing of like if the last episode had ended in the same way with hank simply standing up to the bad man but in that case the bad man was himself Mm -hmm. like it would have been a lot better absolutely um, this episode made me uh optimistic though like going forward that like I feel like this always happens with the show. It's happened in the past, like on this podcast, like the flopping back and forth, you know. Right. Um. But yeah, I I think that this is a great episode. I think it absolutely deserves a spot in the canon so far. Gonna um, keep it right up there on the shelf. Gonna put it right next. Right. Oh, look there it is. Right in between Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, because you got to break up that series. No, can't yeah. Be, can't be right next to each other. They that's, came out twenty years apart. You got to have the thing right in between. That's it, crazy. That'd be crazy to put them right next to each other. The first Lord of the Rings movie, then King of the Hill started, and then the next two Lord of the Rings movies, right. then The Hobbit. Right. So right in the middle there, in that sweet so- spot, that's most sweet spot. of King of the Hill. That sweet spot right there in the middle. Right there in the middle. Most of King of the Hill is right there in the middle in that and sweet spot. That's where you're going to find us, right here in the middle in that sweet spot. Stuck in the middle with you. You know, you the know. Vo- loyal viewer, the loyal viewer, the loyal listener. The loyal you don't even listener. have to view. You don't have to view all the time. Sometimes you just be listening, and that's so, okay. Yeah, you don't. Well, it's, it'd be even harder for you to view unless you were literally in my house right now. Just a fly on the wall. Just a fly on the wall, looking yeah. at me in the shower. Jake, t- stop talking me, about the shower, bro. That's watching me get all soapy. Jake, this is you're taking this a little too far, man. You're making this really, really myself. uncomfortable. This is getting really, clean is for you. Okay, let's put an end to that one. Anyway, um, <laughs> pretty much, I guess the thesis of this episode is. Look at me while I shower. Oh, God. Here we go with this shit again. Okay. Check out my stinky little toes. My little toes are so stinky because I don't wash myself. I don't like this. I'm in the shower for (laughs) for appearances (laughs) just so you can watch me. I'm not actually getting clean. It's just warm in there. I don't like the soap. It's like being in the womb. It makes me feel like I'm home again. Home again in the womb. Oh, home. Hey. Um, All right. Uh, thank you for watching uh, or listening to this episode. You can find uh, video highlights on TikTok at Jake's Hot Friend. Yes, you um, can. They'll be posted there. That's also his Instagram. I'm just going to plug his oh, stuff for him because I love him very much, this little guy over here. Oh, um, shucks. So go give him a follow over on all his uh, social medias. Um, you can follow me at spicy.clamato improv because uh, that's where you'll find most of my stuff there uh, I do improv with the team he's on it uh, we're pretty funny we keep stuff coming out 
uh, be on the lookout for more stuff from there. Yeah, and I was going to plug Justin's stuff because he plugged mine, but... Uh, nope. Nope. I'm going to take it all from So you. I guess all I'm good for is being watched. <laughs> He's going to keep doing the <laughs> fucking voice. Oh, man. All right. Thank <laughs> you. Oh,